Hey y'all, I'm Erin Bagwell. And I'm Diana Matthews. Welcome to Feminist Wednesday's Beaver Talk, the podcast where we give Hollywood unsolicited advice about feminism. In our world, Lance Bass isn't gay and we got married. Crushing on an animated character is perfectly acceptable. And Hollywood babes make just as much as Hollywood hunks. Join us as we deep dive into all of the things that fire us up about film and television. The glorious, the misogynistic, and the groundbreaking. This is Beaver Beaver Talk. Hi. What is happening over here? <laughs> You're like rocking the one on one off like Moby. There we go. I'm, I'm with us, guys. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> She's new to the podcasting world. Hi. 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 I'm Good morning. very excited. I'm so nervous. I know. I feel like we're going to giggle and squawk our way through this. I just want to apologize to new listeners. This is probably our least feminist episode. Yeah, this is not our best work, but it's going to be. You know, sometimes be... you got to go there. <laughs> So we had an episode a few weeks back where we kind of hinted that maybe we would want to do a Hollywood hunks episode because during book club, we talked about all the hot older men they could have cast in that film. Yeah, really? So today we are leaning in to our Hollywood hunks episode. We're doing it. (laughs) You know, this is going to be a real heteronormative uh, episode, but you know, let me say that, you know, when I was in high school, I had adorned my bedroom with some photos of some young men here and there, to which my father declared at our d- dining room table how uncomfortable he was <laughs> with me objectifying or sexualizing, you know, these gentlemen. To which my mom responded, there's nothing wrong with a little beefcake. Oh, man. Shout out to Mary Alice. So, you know, let's just take that energy that spirit with you know what we're getting into which is you know sometimes you gotta you gotta go in a little yeah you know I feel like we should just have that be our motto for this episode (laughs) is that there's nothing wrong with a little beefcake and that's just where we're at this morning yeah that's where we are no strangers to like a Chippendales oh yeah a male review all her friends yeah that's they it's part of their you know, your mom goes to Chippendales. She used to back in the day, like her and her gal pals. Wow. My mom rides with a wild crew of women, (laughs) like army, conservative army wife, like going to the mail review. Oh my God. These are my people. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And I feel like I'm shocked, but as you explain it, I'm like, no, this makes perfect sense. Mary Alice in a T. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like whatever on Sundays, mail review on Saturdays. She does it all. She really does. Um, where do you want to begin with this? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I have some, I think it's important we go back to our history, uh-huh. our roots. Yeah. You know, the, the media that shaped maybe our, uh, what we think a Hollywood hunk is or a media icon. And I'm including you know, the boy band, like who are the, the, the celebrities, mm-hmm. if you will, who really spoke to that, you know, genesis qua of having, <laughs> oh my God. you know, because to me, when I actually, when I looked at this list, it's, you know, there's, you can be traditionally attractive, mm-hmm. but you need to have like, there needs to be like a charm. There needs to be like a base there that's really bringing it to like another level. Is it like a personality? Is it like a talent? Is it like humor? Like what is that 
quality? Well, to be really honest with myself, my list is all bad boys. Oh. Yeah, it's all like, you know, walking the line of being like a sweet, sensitive soul, like an artist uh-huh. who's like from the wrong end of the tracks. Uh-huh. Well, it's kind of you. Oh, all a right. A little bit. A little okay. bit of ultra ego creeping in there. Yeah, like if if he can wear like a guy liner, <gasps> I'm all in. I know who's on your <laughs> fucking list. I already know who's on this list. Who? Who's your I mean, we'll get into project? it. I'm okay. not gonna I'm not gonna ruin anything here. All right. So I had this conversation with Umer because we were he was trying to guess my list before I came in this morning and he was like I was like, no, I don't just like the hot guys. Like, you have to have, like, something else going on. That's what I'm on. saying. And he was like, this is such a woman thing because that is not at all how it is for men. Oh, interesting. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, we just like, like, I Sal and I had a physical. similar conversation. He's like, I like blondes. I was like, that's not a type. <laughs> like, everybody likes blondes. Like, that's not, it's like an American cultural thing they shove in your face. Right. So, it's not like an attribute. I know. But I'm the same way. Like, my list, like. I like them, sure, because they're, like, good-looking. But then I'm, like, I get into, like, why we like them, really. Yeah, Yeah, you got to have a little something more. Absolutely. You got to, you know, we have standards is really what we'd like to say off the top here. All right. (laughs) So let's start. Who's, um... Do we want to start with the boy bands? Were you NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? You know, to be fair, I wrote... I We started with my Lance Bass quote because I truly liked Lance Bass. But I always kind of felt... I liked that they could dance, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't attracted to Justin Timberlake his, with his fro. I, I wasn't into really any of them in that strong of a way. Yeah. They w- didn't like speak to me. I think it's because, again, I like more of the, ba- like if they had adorned maybe a leather jacket or of some uh-huh. kind, maybe I would have been in. Yeah. You know, if I could have seen like, maybe like a emo rocking kind of, if that was part of our, I okay, probably so would have been really... more into that, but the the good boys, I wasn't really, Yeah, I didn't love it. And I, I did like all the gay ones or, you know, Kevin, I liked from the Backstreet Boys, which is such a sad, Ew, you liked Kevin? I don't know. He only got in the band because he's Brian's cousin. I don't I don't know, guys. I don't even know if that's true. That's he, a story I've been telling myself. He seemed like the most moody. <laughs> <laughs> he had the darkest features. That's, I don't know. He's very moody. I have no excuse. You didn't like AJ? Because AJ is the bad boy. <sighs> AJ seemed almost too loud for me. Oh, my God. Like, he was trying too hard. <laughs> I mean, subtlety is not really the name of the game in boy bands. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't, not into it. Nick Carter was everything to me. Really? Yeah. Nick okay. Carter was like the love of my life. That doesn't surprise me. You do like a blonde. Oh, for sure. And like he was just so pretty and so pouty and so yeah. like the obvious Did you choice. like Aaron Carter also? Uh, no. Okay. I did not like Aaron Trust Carter. Me. I don't like the drafts. Like I don't okay. like people who come into this like riding on the coattails of their other famous sibling. Oh, okay. Not here for that. Ouch. So I saw right through Aaron Carter's bullshit immediately. But my friend I Rebecca. Think Aaron Carter is gay now. No. Is that true? No. All right. <laughs> I want to say he is. Kent, will you Google that? He's not. Guys, I think he is. My friend Rebecca really loved Aaron, and I was just like, you need to stop. Hmm. You need right. to stop. But yeah, Nick was the thing for me. I didn't like NSYNC at all until No Strings Attached. Yeah. And that's when they became a thing. You know who I really liked was Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. That lip oh ring. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, yeah, baby. Blink-182. Did you ever see them live? I didn't. No, because I was like 11. 
<laughs> I mean, that's kind of the perfect age for Blink-182, if you ask me. Yeah. I feel like that's I remember my mom driving me to the PX to get the Enema of the State mm-hmm. album cover with that porn star with the glove. And uh-huh. she's just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Like, this is my favorite band. Our poor parents just like, like having to tolerate all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Tom DeLonge. I did not even see that one coming, but now it makes total sense. Oh, well, there you go. Is Aaron Carter gay? Oh, we're connecting to wireless, so we're going to have to hold off on that one for a minute. But um, okay, then then who came in next? You Were you all about musicians or were there movie stars or was it TV people or like what? There was really only one. that I I was like hell or high water for in my elementary school up to middle school and that was Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World oh my god does he play Sean Hunter yep (gasps) I loved his hair he was from the wrong side of the tracks he was a sweet sense of soul he was like so wonderful so but such a grounding force for Corey and their relationship was Uh so great Uh I love love loved him his relationship with Angela the girl that he dates in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my God. And how she's just like, I see you sabotaging and I'm not going to let you play this small. Like that was one episode. the redhead? No, she was the black girl who was like also not a part of the group. Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of like. Well, he finds her purse. Oh my God. With the lip gloss in Like it. I'm there. Like strawberry kiwi lip gloss and like all of those accoutrements and the poetry book. And he's just like, this is my soulmate. It's emotional for me. It's oh, like real. That's such a good show. Oh my God. I just remember her. He's like, has his like goodwill hunting moment where he's like trying to be all tough and strong. And she just looks at him and like levels him. And it's yeah. just like, you are not going to sabotage this relationship because mm. was it his dad who passed away or his mom? I don't think he grew up with his mother. I think his father was in the picture in yeah, and out. Yeah, yeah. And then she's just like, I and we got his brother Jack, who was also very cute. He was so one cute. of the Lawrence boys, right? Yeah. Wait. Yes, that's a thing, right? A Lawrence boy. Yeah, it was Joey Lawrence's younger. Who's Joey Lawrence? Is everybody oh. looking at me? What? Who's he from? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, La- what is Joey Lawrence from? He's from. Blossom. He wears like the leather jacket, the white t-shirt. What is Blossom? He goes, whoa. Like he was like the fun, long hair. You don't know what Blossom is? No idea. Guys, we got a Canadian black (laughs) I knew this would happen. Um, I either was too young for Blossom or we didn't get it in Canada. Ken was Googling Joey Lawrence All the Canadian listeners are going to be like, we absolutely had had the Joey Lawrence uh, Barbie doll. He had his own doll? Yeah, I didn't have the Blossom one, nor did I think I really watched Blossom, but oh my God, look at his hair. He looks like he's from the Partridge family. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know this person. Whoa. Whoa. No, I I don't know this person. I know his brother. Yeah. AKA Sean Hunter's brother. Yep. Hunks. Wow. Hunks. Hunks, all of them. Amazing. So he was my number one for sure, writer. For like how many years? Forever, as long as the show was on. We'd watch TJF every Friday night. It was like the Bible. We'd get like, I don't know if we had pizza every Friday, but we'd have popcorn. Like it was like a ritual. Me and my brother, Family Matters, Boy Meets World. There was a show about an angel who ate a cheeseburger and was like haunting his friend. They had, you know, weird pilots pop in and out. You stick with the program. Yeah. You were there from like six to eight you or were whatever at, it was. Like you were in. It's whatever yeah. they showed you for that time and you just had to like absorb it and be with it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I get that. Oh no. Oh. It's not a great Aaron photo. Carter has green hair now. Not a great photo. Our producer Kent is pulling things up on the uh, computer so screen. So he might be bisexual. Um, oh. Or maybe not. He might 
Anyway, I'm staying open. Jerry's Aaron Carter, out. do whatever you want to do. We're here for you it. You do you, Aaron Carter. Live your best life. I'm feeling it. Who else is on your list? So who's the, your number one? Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that really? Oh yeah, but it's like the <laughs> it's like the most predictable. Like you could totally guess it. Ryan Gosling. No, he wasn't a thing. Well, he was on Breaker High, but no. Well, the Notebook is a thing that. Yeah, the Notebook was a thing, but. But earlier than that. But yeah, in grade six. The summer between grade six and grade seven, I saw Troy. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt was my everything for wow. literally 10 years. Really? I got the poster. I watched every single one of his movies. I celebrated his birthday on December 18th. What? <laughs> and I, uh, I knew everything about this man because I also was in love with Jennifer Aniston, as we know. Wow, wow. From Friends. From Friends. And so, as, as if we need to say where she's from. But it was contextual. <laughs> You know, that it little was contextualized actress. by their like wow. their love story. I know how they met. I know what they had on their first date. I, I feel so sad everything. for you now because what a tumultuous life he's lived. So I've had to burn some bridges with yeah. my crushes because this is what I regret about this episode today is that I have a diary in Calgary oh where I list out every single man that means so much to me. And like, it's like best eyes, best hair, best hmm. skin, best Hair teeth. is important, I think. Oh, for sure. And yeah. nobody does the sandy beachy blonde better than Brad Pitt. Hmm. Like Brad Pitt a la early 2000s. I feel like I wasn't introduced to Brad Pitt till much later. Because he was your doing like serious movies, you know? like. Yeah. Like Troy. Which I thought he was cute in, but I there was he has kind of like an oldness about him. I loved it. With love. I loved how old he was. I'm not interested was. in an older man. Oh. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Well, okay. So that's what introduced me. All my girlfriends were paying attention to Orlando I feel like Fight Orlando Club Bloom. might be my first. Well, that was before Troy. That was 97? Yeah, he's still... But our producer, Kent, and I were talking about Thelma and Louise before we went live. And ladies... If you haven't done it, you need to watch that movie. Not only because it's just such a good movie, but also because Brad Pitt makes his on-screen debut. Wow, wow, wow. It's everything. I mean... I mean, he's... Fight Club wasn't the one that did it for me. It was really one he Well, he's not out. a great character in Fight Club. Like, you don't fall in love with the Fight Club That character. whole movie just... I watched it way too young, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it really freaked me out that somebody could be that out of control. Yeah, I wasn't attracted <laughs> to that level like, of crazy. No. I was like, this is so terrifying. Oh, yes. Pointing oh, yeah. the hairdryer as the gun in Thelma and Louise. Great hair there. Yeah. Very Zac Efron vibes I'm getting from Yeah, this. he's very Zac Efron-y in that movie. Mm. But yeah, Brad Pitt was my everything, so. <laughs> We're just, we have a big screen that kind of <laughs> just pulling up shirtless photos of. I know Kent's probably like love it. rip his hair out by the end of this. Uh, but yeah, Brad Pitt was everything. And then I kind of had these guys play second fiddle to Brad Pitt throughout the decade. I was in love with him. Okay. Did your mom um, like Brad Pitt? Yeah. My mom really likes Brad Pitt. But I took it to a level. I mean, yeah, I yeah. really Celebrating just, his birthday is a lot. So I don't know much. why it's Strong's birthday, and now I'm embarrassed. Well, you should be. I mean, I'm if you're going to be committed to these guys, I don't I know why you don't know. I even saw that it was a really bad zombie movie that he was in. Lance Bass? No, no, no. Writer Strong. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to be here for your career after, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I watched every single Brad good. Pitt movie ever made. Um, also had a big crush on Chris O'Donnell. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Batman and Robin was like one of my, my brother and I's favorite movies. We mm. watched it like over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And I loved, um, 
Who's the woman who's in that? Poison yeah. Ivy. Oh, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman mm-hmm. was just ever like I was Poison Ivy for Halloween. She's a goddess. I love I her. I thought he was so cute. He yeah, doesn't look bad cute. in that suit. He does not look bad in the suit. Yeah, he's great. Look at his earring. Look at that bad boy action. Oh my you god, got a little I'm into leather it. jacket, the pouty lip. Oh yeah, I'm into all of it. His hair could be a little longer in the movie. I'm not into a buzz cut, but I would also just like to. Public- he's adorable. Oh yeah, we're on board. We're on board. <laughs> It's fine. I'm judged it at first, but now I'm all there. Yeah. Um, I would like to publicly apologize because Johnny Depp was also a really big thing for me for mm. many a year. I'm sure. And Chocolat was like the movie that solidified it for me. Mm. I was really in love with that man. I mean, he, he really wears a guy liner. He really does. And just like the bad, that was my bad boy. That was like, actually, no, I have a bigger bad boy. If we can count him. Who? So the other big piece of the puzzle for me was Vin Diesel. <laughs> while everyone was obsessed with Paul Walker, I was like, nah, it's over there. <laughs> Can you pull up a photo of Vin Diesel, please? Because I get him and that other guy confused. Fast and the Furious was my favorite movie because my brother was gifted it by one of his best friends you and I watched Vin it. Vin Diesel is attractive? I think he is so hot in Fast and the Furious. Wow, wow, wow. The very first one with Michelle Rodriguez. Well, Michelle Rodriguez is in almost all of them. Does but he have hair in it or no? Absolutely not. Have you okay. not seen the first one? No, I've never seen any of them. I can quote that movie. I can wow. quote that first movie. It's a problem. This is your... <laughs> oh. oh my God, the black tank top, the stare, the like... I don't need the Jesus piece, really, but... This was your man. And what about his... Tell me more about this character that really spoke to you. Because he's not doing anything for me. Okay, so he plays Dom. Uh And he's the older sister of... uh, Older brother. Mia, who... No, Mia, who is um, Paul Walker's, like, love interest in the film. Uh And Dom's dad died. He was a professional car racer. He died a fiery death. Mom hasn't been around. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul Walker falls in love with Mia. And basically what happens is that (laughs) Vin Diesel like challenges him to a car race, brings him into the inner circle. But the whole big reveal is that Paul Walker's a cop. Mm -hmm. So he gets welcomed into Vin Diesel's inner circle, like all of his friends. And they have this whole like like family vibe and they call themselves like La Familia. And it's like, you Very wanted to be insular. part of the La Familia? Well, because you kind of get the sense that, like, Paul Walker never had a community. Mm-hmm. So he's an outlier, and Vin Diesel, like, He's the welcoming. Him. Uh-huh. Okay. But he's a bad boy. I get him and The Rock quite confused. That's so offensive to me on so many <laughs> levels, I don't even know where to begin. But now that I see them next to each other, they are clearly two different people. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so good. And I can like, I want to write books about the Fast and the Furious series because I've seen every single one of them and I love them so much. Wow. Well, maybe we'll do an episode because I haven't seen any of them. You can pick one of them and we'll get into it. May we? Like that would yeah, bring sure. about my life. Please. Anyways, Vin Diesel was a huge thing for me. He was on my wall alongside Brad Pitt. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, Josh Hartnett was another one for me. You know, I was hoping you'd bring up Josh Hartnett. Well, here we are. Like, praying for Josh. Because they filmed Pearl Harbor on the base that I lived at in Hawaii, and I got to meet him. Oh, my God. Yeah, my mom met. Have I told the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon story yet? 
about my mom. I have heard it, but please tell it again. So my mom was at like a restaurant, like a popular spot in Waikiki and saw Ben Affleck, who was chain smoking with some other guy. Of course. And was like, can we get a photo? And he was, and she had a, like a, a Kodak, you know, this before digital, yeah. whatever. So he's like, after we have dinner, like, absolutely. I just don't like, we're, we're chain smoking right Come now. Come on, we're busy. He was kind of a jerk, she said, but the other guy was super nice. And so they get out to like the parking lot or whatever, or they're leaving and she's taking this photo and uh, the other guy gets in it. And she was like, well, that's weird, but who cares? <laughs> and then we get, you know, we have to send the photos to the PX. They get developed in two weeks. Like it was a whole ordeal. And we're finally like, okay, mom's got the, you know, Ben Affleck photo. Mm-hmm. So I'm flipping through and I start screaming and she's like, what is it? And I was like, mom, it was Matt Damon. You were standing next to Matt Damon. He was visiting Ben, like, Amazing. freaking out. And she was like, oh, yeah, he was, like, so nice and, like, oh. such a charming person. And Ben was a little bit moody and as he, you know, is. So so your mom just low-key met Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, which was, the Golden a, Boys which was a photo that hung in her office for her whole career, which I is mean, hysterical. Yeah. Can, we, can you please get your mom to take a photo and we'll post it on Feminist Wednesday yeah. Instagram? Sure. I want to see that photo. Yeah, it's around That's in our archive. Hysterical. But then they filmed a lot of stuff like on the base, and um, yeah, we got to meet Josh Hartnett. I took a photo with him. We like hung out at craft services, and they gave us all the ice cream we wanted, and we just were kind of like, I don't know why they let us hang out there. Why not? We were friends with like a PA, and I must have been like twelve years old, oh. and just like, and my brother was probably eight, like really young, and just hanging out on set, you know, trying to get close to Josh Hartnett, and he was. I remember nothing. I'm sure he was yeah. fine. And, yeah. Yeah. Did he come over and like give you a hug or like what happened? Well, we made them lays. And um, oh, like this necklace. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a plumeria tree in our front yard. So we made Loki. we just strung him a lay as like a welcome to, you know, the base. I love that. And then. um yeah, I don't know. They, I, I really don't even remember anything about it. We just took the photo, and I remember having a, a fabulous time, like on set. And all the girls from Pearl Harbor, like, would come back and get food, but they couldn't eat anything because their lipstick. Mm-hmm. So they were all just having popsicles and like suck. It was all very glamorous. Wow! Yeah. What a little brush with Hollywood right off the bat. Which also reminds me of um, Ben Affleck and Armageddon. I thought was really everything. Also, haba haba. Yeah, yeah, that he's really something else in that movie. Wow, wow, wow. That jawline though, he yeah. like gorgeous, gorgeous, stunning. He photographs so well because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. kind of whiny in Goodwill Hunting. Like he he plays that character of like kind of being. Definitely wrong side of the tracks. Very like blue collar. Like mm-hmm. Matt Damon is the supposed to be the star of that film. So when he comes out like in Armageddon, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, here he is. Whoa. Fantastic. I mean, a delight. Yeah, I just can't handle Bruce Willis at all. So I struggle in that movie. I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing the whole way through. You've never seen Armageddon all the way through. I have seen the whole movie, but I have never seen it start to finish. It's one in of the one first PG thirteen movies I've ever seen. Really? In a theater, yeah. Mine my was cousin. Save the Last Dance. Ooh. No big that's deal. That's a good one. Harry Washington. No big deal. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was a lot for me. That's I a can good quote one. that whole movie, too. That's a good one. My jaws are a glass, Derek. That's from that movie. <laughs> Should we move into the now? Do you have anybody else from your old school days? I have a lot of people on my list, I'll be honest. Uh, Where's the room? Young Leo in Titanic. Was everything for me. I don't remember being like wowed 
I remember liking Leo. You don't but remember I being wowed I by Titanic? I wasn't a Titanic person. I don't know what that means. I wasn't like one of those people who saw Titanic and thought it was the greatest movie ever. I don't relate to you on this level. I it really, I don't know why. He was oh great in it. You know who, do you know why though? It's because I watched him in Growing Pains or what was that show called that he used to be on? Fam- Step by Step? I don't know, one of them. Okay. Um... <laughs> I liked him there, but he kind of played a whiny character there. Nothing is hotter than Jack Dawson. That character is so like, <laughs> I got you feminist as fuck. Yeah. He like sees Rose so fully. Guys, I know when I'm wrong. Oh my God. I know when I'm wrong. Yeah. You're so wrong. Yeah. Because he's everything. <gasps> I'm going to go home and watch I Titanic. wonder too if now it's just where our vision of Leo is worn. I I don't like him in any other film. He's not. I hot was gonna for me. say. I think like it's been. If he would have just stayed. <laughs> yeah. If he would have just stayed that that way. Well, for just so long. and not even that he's that young. But I when I think of Leo, I think of like the playmates and like there's too, yeah. too tainted right. now. Right. You think of like the pussy posse or yes. whatever the hell he calls himself. I can't. <laughs> I can't get on board with it anymore. You think of like his like Toby Maguire group. I, yeah. 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 That scene. He's real broy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what he's doing to that cigarette, though. Okay. <laughs> we should have recorded this episode. Yeah, I well, apologize, buddies. It's a lot. All right, who else? Aragon, Mr. Vigo Mortensen was a huge thing for me. Oh, I loved Legolas. We've my, talked about this. Oh, yeah. My friend Brooke was telling me that Legolas was like her sec- sexual awakening. Oh, like, yeah. Like he like really brought the heat that for her. That hair was everything. Thank you. <laughs> um, Diego Luna was the hottest kid in the in the game on her Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. I never saw that movie. Go home and watch it immediately. It is Isn't so up Diego your alley. Isn't Diego Luna in something else? Mm-hmm. Well, he's had like a huge career. He was in Star Wars recently. Oh, I think he's very cute in Star Wars. Oh, Diego Luna's a hottie. That it, that it, that's it right there. So I'm we, all in. Look at that hair. We just pulled up a picture from Dirty I'm Dancing Havana Nights. a real hair girl. Apparently. Oh, and he dances in the movie and he's like so hot. He's so hot. Nobody saw that movie. Maybe I'll go watch it. Um, Did you watch The O.C.? Hell yeah, I did. Okay. Not Ryan. Not uh, Seth. Uh Uh-huh. But Ryan's brother, Trey. What? (laughs) I don't even know who this was. Oh my God. The bad boy to end all bad boys. He rolls up. Ryan's brother, Trey. Yeah. So Was Trey, this later in the season? Yes. I don't remember him having this a This is season three. Is this... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's like so pouty and so bad boy. I liked Ryan. But he tries to rape Marissa. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I do remember that episode. Isn't uh-huh. that when, like, there's a car explosion behind them? Isn't that, like, Oh, that's when Marissa dies. What? Because he runs her off the road. Because he's very jealous. Guys, the show really jumped the shark. It really did. Well, they wrote well, they wrote Misha Barton out because she was such a nightmare to work with. They killed her off because she was terrible. I'm praying for Misha Barton. I'm praying Logan Marshall Green. And he's in a new show, which makes me so happy. I'm not going to see it because he forever lives in my, like, 16-year-old psyche. You don't want to taint it. Mm-mm. But he was a big deal for me. And he was also someone where, like, I knew that he came from German descent. I knew that his... <laughs> his birthday you do you're a stalker yeah you do a deep dive with these men nobody was as bad as brad actually johnny depp was as bad as brad i knew a lot about johnny depp i'm sorry for your loss i know i well and that's a bridge i have no hesitation in burning yeah done um so yeah logan marshall green also um 
the first one to kick us all off. So maybe I should have said this first before Brad Pitt, but the beast from Beauty and the Beast when he turns into a real man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Tell me that's not like the most emotional scene you've ever seen in filmmaking. When all of the lasers are coming down and the rain is coming and she kisses him and the like the curse is broken and he turns into that like hunk of man. I feel like the romantic. I feel like the the best romantic Disney movie in my brain is Pocahontas. That is shocking to me. That is like white man savior all the way. Yeah, but I really liked her. She's all about her. Well, she's like amazing. Yeah, I had all the Barbie dolls. I wasn't really a Beauty and the Beast gal. This is upsetting. I was a Little Mermaid and a Pocahontas. <gasps> so producer Kent just pulled up the gif of him transforming wow. into the man. Well, Diana, here we go. It's a I real thought thing there for was me. an there was a Batman there was an animated Batman show in the '90s that I thought the lead character was a very attractive in. So I mean, sometimes <laughs> animated, you know, like Bruce Wayne or who? I don't I don't know what it was called. It was on like Cartoon Network. It was like a young Batman. I do not know what it's called. Wow. And I thought, yeah, he's he doesn't look like a, the Batman, though. He doesn't have that, like, big-ass, bulky build. All right. Well, I'm just leaving space for us to yearn for animated characters. No, it's not that guy. It was like a young... Google, like, a young Batman. Kent's on it. He's looking it he's up. He's looking it up. We got it. He I, didn't look like an old man. He looked like a teenager. The square jaw on Batman just does nothing for me. No, no, no. No, it's not. I'm not here for this. Okay, I'll find it. Um, I have Jay Z and Daniel Craig in the past, but I think we can move them right up into the present category. Yeah, what a what a way to bridge us. <laughs> yeah, like I have those guys. I don't know why I have them in the past. Maybe just because I have loved them for many years. Mm-hmm. Casino Royale, I saw six times Wait, in theaters. J- Jay Z and you Daniel. think Jay Z is sexy? I do. Really? I do. Wow. He is like. He's such a nerd to me. Yep. And I really, really it. love it. Hmm, Especially right. now that he's like super worked I out. I kind of want to see their show together. I don't. But I don't want to go to Jersey for it. I've seen, well, it's playing at Barclays. Oh, is it? August 2nd. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're I'm too pregnant like, to go all the way to Jersey. I mean, I'm too, me too, <laughs> me too. I'm too pregnant to go it's to Jersey so too. It's so far to go to a show out there. Um, Yeah, I really like Jay-Z because I just think he's so talented. There's a Daniel Craig popsicle. Diana, have you heard of this? May I have one? Can you know we get a box? I liked Daniel Craig. What flavor is it? Uh, girl with the dragon tattoo and he wears oh, those glasses. Oh, yeah. So good. He's great. also great in layer cake. He needs to be wearing a glass. Like he's too, it's too much without it. He needs to like Absolutely soften it. Absolutely not. It is just right. God damn it. He's great. Yeah. He's also so talented and just has like, what I really like about Daniel Craig is he has no imposter syndrome. Mm. I listened to an episode of him on The Nerdist where they were talking about what his career has been like. And he's like, I auditioned for stuff and I got roles and I auditioned for stuff and I didn't get roles. Mm. And I tried to make the former happen more often than the latter. And I was like, that's such a British answer, but I love it. So I just love his like, I love his like relationship with Rachel Weisz. Everything about him. He's a great, he's a great Bond. Yeah, I'm here for it. Daniel Craig. Um, We all know Michael B. Jordan, speaking of superheroes, is... I cannot believe it took us this long to get there. I feel like I had a sexual reawakening watching Black Panther. 
my God. He, I've never seen you so hot and bothered. With the hair. He needs to have the hair. Yeah. And the glasses. We need a whole, I need a whole look. You liked the Michael B. Jordan I from the beginning the of Black Panther? Yes. Being all like sassy and like rebellious with the museum person. Do you like Creed? I haven't seen Creed yet. I don't like see. Okay, I you need to know his birthday. I know, you need I know, to know, know. where his mom but comes like, from. So I'm an Get army brat, and I am not attracted to like a buzz cut, like military build. That makes sense. I am going the well, other it's very way. Macho. Yeah, I do yeah. not. I'm I'm rebelling against it. Yeah. So I need to have a little bit more character. Do you okay. Know what I'm saying so. Uh-huh. I'm not interested in like a muscly shaved head situation. Like a Vin Diesel is that's a no for me. I mean, it should be a no for me, too, but I can't explain it. It's emotional. Yeah, like, look how great his hair is. Oh, I love it all. Yeah, you really love that man. I do. I get it. He's a, he's a superstar. Like, he, I'm so happy for him. And talk about charm. Oh, yeah. For days. He's great. He's for just days. destined to be all the things. I mean, really the definition of a bad boy. I watched I Creed, and Creed, I don't really get inspired by sports movies. Like, sports movies don't do anything for me. I don't feel I a like lot a in them. sports movie every now and then. I know, but I watched Creed. And what I was so is this floored episode by... three hours long, Kent? <laughs> oh, okay. We're good. I feel like we've been talking for hours. <laughs> I could talk for hours. Um, what I really loved about Creative, what I really was convinced by with Michael B. Jordan, is he is such an athlete in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's not just like I don't somebody... know if I'd be attracted to that. I think you should watch it. Because right. Tessa Thompson plays his girlfriend in it, and she's also so amazing. Yeah. I have a huge crush on Tessa Thompson. I'll think about it. Okay. Just if you find time between Havana see, nights. Even looking at the screenshots from it, it's not doing anything for me. So it's really just Black Panther for you. I, I need the attitude. Okay. You like Killmonger as your guy. Yes. It's like the character almost. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot more of him in our lives. So Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Maybe he'll get a spinoff. Um, Russell Brand is a huge thing for me. Oh, but that's yeah. more like... We a lot of character this. there. Yep. We know this. Yep, we know we why. Do. We know. We don't need to get into why Russell Brand is such a thing for me. I've mm-hmm. read all of his books. I know everything about him. Born on June 4th. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it's amazing to me that you know their birthdays. Do you know your favorite female celeb's birthdays? No. Why would I know that? Wow. Okay. I don't know. So the reason why I know, I mean, I know all their birthdays, but Russell Brand was supposed to be born on my birthday. So. All right, Diana. It was very emotional for me when that didn't happen. Well, we all know. When I wasn't even on the planet yet. Yeah. Well, well we all know I love um, Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. Jughead. Yeah. Are you about to get into like the kids that you're into? <laughs> no, I'm just naming him. Oh my God. Jughead. He's, he's very cute. Like. I've never seen a frame of this TV show. I, I don't think I could watch it. I think it's so fun. I think there's no reason not to watch the first season. Okay. It's a delight. And it's a be- visually beautiful. Like the way that they color correct it, saturate it. You're, mm. You really feel like you're in some kind of comic book. The production small of town it is world. great. Okay. Yeah, it's, all right. it's really good. Okay. And those kids, I tell you, I follow them all on Instagram. They worked so hard. They're mm. up till four or five in the morning shooting. Yeah. I mean, just really putting it all out there. Their work ethic? Why not? I don't care about it. Sometimes I want to send them messages and be like, you're doing a great job. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should. Do you think I should? Is that such a weird thing to do? No. Keep going, kids. Like, we need it. Like, you're doing great. I'm sure they falter some days and would love to have that message from you. I don't know. They'll have it screenshot and saved. 
I love it. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should tell Cole how great he's doing and that you admire his work. He ethic. never he never posts on Instagram, but the girls are always like four, five, about? six in the morning. He's like very. His Instagram is very curated. It's very like he only um, takes does like high photo. Oh, like he's a photographer. Like it's very intense. His Instagram actually. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't do any stories or anything. Whoa. He's very private. I like that. That's like building on the mystery. Oh yeah. Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> style. Um, here's an unexpected one that came about for me. So I'm <laughs> watching Sharp Objects on HBO, which is the new Amy Adams show. Yes. It's based on a book written by... Uh, it looks scary. It's really super creepy. Yeah. The same woman who wrote Gone Girl. Yeah. And Looks uh, good. I love Amy Adams. Oh, she's so great. It might be too scary for me. I don't know her birthday, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Chris Messina. From Mindy Project? Mm-hmm. I'm like three feet taller than this guy, and I just think he is so handsome. He's got a lot of charm. Oh. And the first season of the Mindy Project, he is like a delight. And like the caricature he plays of like the Long Island Italian, mm-hmm. like with his mom, is so fun. And then they turn his character and you start to hate him. And it's it's really sad. You know what really solidified Chris Messina for me? He's in that music video. Uh-huh. Which one? Sam Smith's I Know I'm Not the Only One. Oh, yeah. Where he's like having an affair on Diana Argon. Yeah. Why is he in the music video? <laughs> Does Sam Smith know. have a crush on him? Was like, let's get this guy in here. I think so. Here? I think so. Because he's very like, charming. I'll, yes, oh, I hear. And when you he's like one. walking up the street after having an affair, he mm-hmm. like walks up the street and he's like has his tie askew and he's like just looking really disheveled. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah, superstar. Um, I loved Justin Baldoni from Jane the Virgin. I've never watched Raphael when he plays the bad boy in the first like three seasons. Then okay. when he starts to become the dad, I'm not interested anymore. We're not anymore. interested. Okay. No. But he is very, very cute. Love it. And um, gorgeous. Wow. Gorge. You know who I really love? In, hmm. uh, and it's it solidified it for me in Lion is Dev Patel. He's adorable. He is so handsome. I love him in the Marigold Hotel movies, which I know you think are... I didn't even watch those movies. Yo, you didn't watch them? No. I remember you making fun of me for watching one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Okay. I I don't believe you, but I feel like he's a little too like good boy for me. Mm -hmm. But I do. I like him in Lion. And like him in Lion because he's very has like the longer hair. He's Mm. like in the ocean. Okay, yeah, I'm here for you. He's very supportive of Nicole Kidman. Very feminist. Like his yeah. character is just so aware. You're and I really it. like that. And Slumdog Millionaire is a great movie. He's just Such a great a actor. a good movie. Yeah. He's a great actor. And I think that I also admire that in him. Yeah. Yeah. I like the um, director of those films. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really build, a, they build something on set there mm-hmm. that seems to be special whenever they win Academy Awards. Yeah. You always feel like, yeah, they, sh- they deserve it. Yeah. And you don't know them, but it no. seems like they do. They'll project the shit out of that. Um... Honorable mention goes to Trevor Noah, as we have talked about in weeks past. Yeah. I wanted to say um, John Cho looks really great in a suit. John Cho. Mm-hmm. He's looking old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's just because he, for me, is always around. No, for me, he will always be Harold and Kumar. Yeah. I think and he's cute in that, too, though. 
He plays Billy Eichner's boyfriend on Difficult People. Yeah. And he's like a sassy, like Wall Street, like ad Amazing. exec. And he wears these gorgeous suits. Wow. And he's, he's fun in it. I'm kind of surprised you haven't mentioned Anthony from Queer Eye. Well, he's, he, I mean, we know he's one of my faves. I'm not yeah. like obsessed with him or anything. I feel like you might be. What? I don't know. I, I was, was borderline with love, like unfollowing some of the, all of, all of the Instagram. It's like a lot. I was like getting overwhelmed. Whoa. I mean, when you mentioned you like guy liner, that's well, like the first Anthony, thing I talked about. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's moody. He's like a little bit of a sensitive soul. Yeah, he, well, totally... he's so John Mayer meets like Christian Bale. Okay. Like if they had a love child, it would be Anthony. Interesting. Um, Sterling K. Brown is another guy I got to throw out to. Have you watched This Is Us? I haven't. I know you love it. So Sterling K. Brown, he's also in Black Panther. He's also in like every other movie. Who does he play in Black Panther? He plays the father who gets um, killed at the very beginning. Oh, he is very attractive. Yeah. Yep, 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 yeah. And he's just so, I mean, he's he's common level of like political. Mm -hmm. He's super aware, super spiritual. God, many to wear more suits. They really do. Really? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I love that green suit that he's wearing. Gorgeous. Kind of looks like a dressy Kermit. In, like, a really good way. <laughs> Jesse Kermit. I'm into it. So Sterling K. Brown, a.k.a. Dressy Kermit, gets um, my I know vote. we were talking about Mars from She's Gotta Have It, Anthony Ooh. Ramos. Charm for days. Lots of personality. Love him. I love him. I love, love, love him. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Ramos, that's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Ramos. Um, I just started following him on Instagram, and he's Ooh. great to follow. He okay. does, like... Um, he has so many projects on the go and I think he's just a very he looks great in Will and Grace too yeah he does. they really have him hunked up on that show oh yeah like he is really really Thank you. he's like polished up like a little apple on that show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, she's gotta have it he's the clear choice for her he's yeah. the clear choice well, for Nola he's so fun okay yes. here's a tough question for you uh oh who would play your husband on um, not like in real life like the movie version you don't have to pick like uh, somebody who reminds you of Umer, but who would you want to play your husband in a TV movie? So Sterling K. Brown is 100% that. <laughs> because to be clear, his character on This Is Us uh-huh. reminds me so much of Umer. Oh, really? It freaks me out. Interesting. He's so there uh-huh. for every single person all the time. Yeah. And like his like his dedication to his wife in like a funny, jovial, not crazy intense not kind of serious. way yeah. is very Umer. Uh-huh. And there's a scene where he literally kind of the, his inflection and the way he speaks. It's, it's just the way they're writing the character. This is not Sterling K. Brown outside right. of the show, but um, the character of Randall is like very Umer. I kind of want to watch it now that he's in it. Yeah. He's so good in it. He's the only reason I watch it. Yeah. He carries the whole thing on his back. <laughs> But yeah, who would play Sal? I already know who would play Sal. Well, but, uh, I, he's, I'm, I'm going <laughs> hunk adjacent because I think I'm also really attracted to like in a mate, like a personality and mm-hmm. like sense of humor. Um, and I love Jason Schwartzman. <gasps> I feel like he'd be such a fun bantery. He's not handsome enough to no, play he's Sal. Not a, he's not like a hunk by any means, but I think he's like fun, like so fun. Why, who do you think? You think what's his face yeah. should play him? I think Milo. Milo. He's too pretty, blah, I think. Blah, 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 We need someone with more. No, I think we could, like, no. I think we could 
Because when he has a beard and mm-hmm. he's kind of like more rugged, they yeah. really, really polish him up. But I think we could dress him down. Yeah, make yeah. Make him very Brooklyn. I don't think Mila would be in a band. I a thousand percent Mila think he would be in a band. I don't see it. Oh my God. Well, I've decided. <laughs> he's been cast. I'd also like to give an honorable mention to Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck. Holy shit. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. Because it's a... Nicolas Cage is a part of the Hollywood Hunks episode. I love love him and Cher's banter. Okay, yeah. And when she like smacks him in the face. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, man. Andy Cohen had Cher on Watch What Happens Live and made them do the scene where she slaps him. Oh, my God. It was great. My favorite scene that Cher has ever done was in the first season of Will and Grace. When Jack has his oh, sh- Jack has his share Barbie doll and he brings her to dinner and he makes so it's him, Will and Grace at dinner and he makes them get a table of four so that For the Barbie sure. doll can have a seat. Yeah, and Cher comes on. It's the best cameo in history. Oh, I've seen. And it. she's like, "You need to get a grip." And he's like, "I am not gonna let a drag queen tell me how to live my life." And she slaps him and says, snap out of it. And he realizes it's Cher. And it's like snap the best ever. I called my brother yesterday and sang him birthday, ha- sang him happy birthday and tried to do a share. <laughs> Did you do like the tongue hair Because him and I used to do, he used to do Bob Dylan and then I would do share. And we would try to sing, <laughs> we'd try to intermingle like Christmas songs because he can do a really good Bob Dylan impression. Is there video evidence of this? No. Can there be? You guys need to do this at Christmas time. Yeah, maybe we will. It's a little, it's hard to do a share, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. There's oh. a lot of both. Oh. Yeah. It's if a fun I one. could turn back time. time. Oh. Um, Should we hear what our buddies have, have to say? Do you have any more on your current? No, I think that's probably enough of that. I have a real unsettling. So on Instagram, I asked the buddies to please weigh in to let us know their favorite hunks. And um, I'm really sorry to say that my mom wrote, well, first of all, she said pass Idris Elba, which is classic. I mean, I mean it's still thank you for naming it because Idris he needs now. to be a part of this. But then she wrote now Blake Shelton. And nope. maybe this is my dad's, the country music influence is happening. But I was like, mom, lame, my lame choice, just ran cold. boring. Yeah, no. Not he a hunk. He's also like homophobic and terrible. But we forgive your mother because. Oh, no, she wrote then Rod Stewart. Oh, I kind of like that one. Okay. Wake up, Maggie. I think I I I could totally see it. And his hair. You talk about good hair. Come on. My my friend wrote uh, Paul Rudd. How do you feel about Paul Rudd? Love Paul Rudd. He's hilarious. Now and forever, Mike wrote. Yeah. Not a Paul Rudd. Why? Clueless? All of the things? He's hilarious? I don't know. He's so talented? Yeah, he's cute. There's not a bad boy, I think. Yeah, he's really squeaky, that guy. Yeah. But I think what I like about Paul Rudd is that he owns a candy store in upstate New York. So that's kind of fun. Who cares? Um, (laughs) Some two people that were like renowning, overwhelming, got uh, need to talk about this is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Obviously. And then um, Devin Sawa, who plays um, the lead romance in Casper against... Uh, what's her name? That actress, <laughs> Christina that Ricci. Ages. Yes. Holy shit! We had like five people say these two, these two. They gotta be in it. Were you a JTT? Yeah, I really, what? I really now, liked uh, Home so Improvement. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was. Maybe that was like another. Who can deal with Tim Allen? I can. 
day in and day out really? on that show. Oh, yeah. Although, it's to so be fun. fair, The Santa Claus is like a movie I watch every Oh, yeah. Time. No, I'm so here I'm for JTT. It. The only thing that sucks about JTT and kind of makes me not. Where'd he go? What's fully, he doing? That's my feeling is like, I just feel like he was this like memory to me. Maybe and he's now. He's cashing those checks. No, not anymore. He doesn't have any more checks to cash, does he? I didn't think he was that cute, guys. I'm so sorry. He's fine. He's fine. It's, I get it. It's that Paul Rudd energy of like a clean cut, like goofy, fun. Oh, look how cute he is like as a teenager, though, with the short hair. Yeah. There we go. Oh, no. He's not cute now, though. Well, you know, people we age. That makes sad. Makes um, me sad. Let's run through some of these other ones. Uh, Chazzy agrees with me about Michael B. Jordan. Thank you, Chazzy. <laughs> Uh, my friend Ashley texted me, sent me a message and said, I can't believe you're doing this episode without me. Here are my 50. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Punks. Like, let's get into it. Um, she wrote Devin Sawa, Dev Patel, Shia, which Shia LaBeouf, maybe? <laughs> Perhaps. I like it. Adam There's Dr- a bad boy. Adam Driver, Leo, Zach Efron, Tom Hardy, and more. She Leo, couldn't even fit Zac them all Efron. in her... Uh, Tom Hardy, so I had this argument with Omer yesterday. We argue about Tom Hardy. It's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Comic-Con for Venom, which is the new movie he's promoting. And I like that Tom Hardy punched that director in the face. So good. <laughs> um, he's so, he's gone from rugged to haggard, mm. in my opinion. Needs a break. Yeah. He's looking real tired Tough to me. News. Great body, but he's looking tired. Yeah. How could you not? The man has not stopped moving. He really needs to take a break. Sure. So I like Tom Hardy. I think he's talented. Um, Ermi wrote Harry Styles. Hard pass. Well, she's in college. Okay, fair enough. So okay, let's yep. give it to her. We give it to that. Um, Janine wrote Rami Malik. Who Rami is, Malik. Yeah. Ooh. He's very cute. Very cute. Brooke also. Um, my friend has that vote. Joy wrote again an Adam Brody. No. For our uh, OC. We got some Chris Pratt's, which were... Yeah, I knew we were. I knew we'd get some Chris Pratt's. Yeah. You know, my mom has a huge thing for Chris Pratt right now. Really? Yeah. I she think he's a Jurassic Trump World, And she just thinks he's a superstar. She's like, I think he is just like the second coming of Brad Pitt. <laughs> this is not true, but I've heard he might be a Trump supporter. And so I'm, I'm cautious about it. I don't think it. so. I heard that's why him and Anna Ferris broke up. No, they broke up because he chose his career over her. And he's a Trump supporter. I don't believe that for a minute. All right, well, I'm spreading some rumors. Do it. Do it. Chris, if you want to come on and clear that up, you're more than welcome. Um, I'm sure he wants to talk about his marriage with uh, two strangers. It's probably the people he wants to talk about it most with, yeah. in all fairness. We're not going to like fangirl. There's something about the like Adam Driver, Chris Pratt rise to fame that kind of makes me sad because I feel like there's so much. The gateway is so open for white men to Mm -hmm. succeed and excel and get role after role after role and just be plummeted into being these monster movie stars. And I'm not saying it doesn't take, you know, talent and drive and ambition to get there but then i look at like the women who are on parks and rec who Mm -hmm. are struggling Mm -hmm. you know amy poehler's doing a craft show it's like it's so hard to watch the women in these spaces who clearly have the same amount of talent not be in star wars movies and not be given jurassic world um so i feel some kind of way about it which i know is not anything to do with them specifically yeah i feel the industry as a whole I think it just shows, like, Adam Brody's been in blockbuster after blockbuster since 
uh, I know he's or sorry, Adam his, Driver, not he's Adam Brody. New Spike Lee movie. But I, it doesn't make me mad. I think what makes me mad is like I love seeing talented people do work. Yeah. I think that, that is great, and I think that they should he be has hired. A great story too. He's great. He's. I have no qualms about this. Do I you think, think what he's I would hot? love to see. He looks too much like my brother. Oh, okay. He looks exactly like my brother Peter, and okay. I like can't separate the two. Hmm. But I think what I'd love to see. Hello, is Peter. <laughs> Peter listens to Beaver talk religiously. Just kidding. He's never tuned in. But um. I think what I want to see is more opportunities for women mm-hmm. and and seeing those women championed in the same way, in the same way that they get all of the roles. Also to ground our episode a little bit, I tried to do some research about the number of men of color who've gotten like lead romantic roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dismal, I'm sure. Yeah, it was hard to even find statistics about it. Yeah. Um, but not great. We need to do better. It's funny. I was thinking about this as I was putting together my list of past people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like just a lot of white guys. Yep. And I think that it showed kind of the subconscious bias that we have growing up of like men, white men are what we should the aim default. for. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the default. And I think that what I like now is that like that we have so many more options. I think that that's yeah, awesome. Baby. Yeah, girl. <laughs> All right. So many colors in the rain box to choose from. The rain box? The rain box, the crayon box. The crayon box of the I want, rainbow. I was thinking the rainbow, yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, well, this was a delight, Diana. Obviously. Wow, so Betty's, fun. if we miss somebody, feel free to, you know, tweet us, send us a little email at beavertalk podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking or who your faves are. Yes. Or if you have any recommendations of shows or... Uh, movies, things you want us to check out, Absolutely. shoot us a letter. Say hi. Also, be sure to review us and give us some stars on iTunes. If you do, I'll give you a tarot reading. Ooh. And thanks so much, so much to Kent for spending every Wednesday with oh my us. God, this is Kent's favorite episode. Yeah, he's tell. all in. <laughs> okay, th- happy Feminist Wednesday. Happy Feminist Wednesday. Hey guys, I'm Lissa Mandel. I'm Philip Cassell. And we're here from The The Bitch Bitch Seat, the podcast. It's an interview show where we talk to guests about the horrible and beautiful parts of their youth. We like to think of it as an adult talk show and tell. A grown-up show and tell. There you go. Like that. So for a teaser, here's some magnetic poetry that I wrote on my fridge when I was 12. Hit it, Phil. Dreams of whispered music felt snow white and lathered me in delirious symphonies. The ache within is black and bitter. A thousand frantic shadows scream and chant bitterly. I sleep on a lake of a thousand diamonds. You were 12? Yeah, I was way ahead of my time. Fair enough. Tune in. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!